For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. My name is Felicia Wallace. I am your host, and um, I'm so excited about this podcast. Um, this is something that's been on my heart for the last year and a half now. God really put it on me to um, kind of step outside of myself and um, show me he showed me that what I was already doing in my day-to-day life that I could just share it with other people and this was the way to be able to do it so um it's funny because um in the beginning I never really saw myself as somebody who would be in this situation but that's the way God works he kind of gives you a little bit at a time and then eventually you're able to see exactly what he has for you um so slaying self-doubt it sounds pretty self-explanatory um and it is however it's the hardest thing ever um so the goal of slaying self-doubt if anybody has seen my very 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 first post on instagram was that or not very first was like the full first my bad um but it says god gave me a vision to help women overcome their fears and their doubt um and you know i'm just a vessel like that is legit exactly how it is um I remember being in a stage in my life where um, I, shoot, I ain't even going to say I remember. I am still <laughs> in the process of um, slaying my own self-doubt. Um, five to ten minutes before trying to do this, like, I was just telling myself, do it scared, do it scared, do it scared. So I'm doing the scared, y'all. Um I probably recorded something, deleted it, recorded, deleted, recorded, deleted, recorded, deleted over and over again in the last like 20 minutes just because I really didn't know where this was going to go or what it is that God wanted me to do. But I was told that today I needed to record my first um, episode. And so here we are, July 22nd at 7.08 p.m. I am recording my first episode. So um let me just explain about slaying self-doubt and you know what god has shown me and how i how he has told me how this is supposed to work so um i'm the oldest of two i have a sister um and i think that sometimes being an older sibling you kind of automatically get um pushed into this leadership position of like you know watch over your sister make sure she's okay and I don't even think their parents realize they do it because I do it to my oldest son I'm just like oh you're the oldest you know you need to make sure that this and the third and so I think for me that that's probably where my leadership skills kind of kicked in um it was like I was in charge of her when no one was around even though I had like mind control over her or whatever um but I think I remember like early on just kind of being unsure of myself and unsure of the things that maybe I could do or I couldn't do or whatever the case may be. Um, I do also remember being like having older cousins. I have a pretty big family. Like I'm kind of one of those people that has like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. No, for real. That's my cousin. Like 
like legit that's like us um and so I think I you know I had older cousins but you know they were like significantly older than me when you're like five and your older cousin's like 10 you know like y'all not really robbing that much you're not really talking to each other like like if 15 you're 20 what what do I have to talk to you about absolutely nothing right so I feel like that doing those pivotal areas in my life I really didn't have anybody to talk to because either I was the oldest and I was trying to navigate life myself of course you know I ain't talking to my mother um and my older cousins were you know kind of on with their life and so then what do you do you talk to your friends they don't know nothing either but whatever y'all doing life together um and it wasn't until I was like in my 30s like early 30s that I just was kind of like man if I had had like some guidance like I don't know if I would have made the same choices you know I I say all the time, I don't regret anything because every decision that I made led me to right here and right now. Um, every decision that I've made, good, bad, or indifferent, allow me to have my kids, allow me to be married to the man that I'm married to, allow me to have the life that I have, allow me to be in this situation to be able to think about having a podcast and, you know, um, wanting my life to go in a different direction. So I'm grateful for all of that. But I, I do think that maybe some of the choices that I made, I might have would have done differently had I had a little bit of guidance. Um, and so that's kind of where it started. Like I really wanted to be like a sounding board for women ages. Like initially when I said it, I said like 25 to 35. But when I really think about it, like this started way before that, you know? And so, um, I just think that this is, you know, this was the opportunity for me to be able to just go through my, um, journey because the reality is, is that, um, yeah, I could have used the advice at that time, but I'm still struggling. Like if I'm being honest with you all and being honest with myself, I still struggle with doubt and I still struggle with anxiety and fear and, um, nervousness and, you know, talking myself out of stuff. I tell people all the time, like I can talk myself out of anything. Like if I'm hungry, I can talk myself out. I can tell myself plenty of reasons why I don't need to eat. And then I'll be like, Oh no, I guess I don't need to eat. And, um, I think there's a lot of people that are like that. Um, so when I knew that that's kind of what I wanted to do or like kind of when it got, I wasn't really sure how it was going to happen. So, um, I attend the best church in the DMV with the best, best pastor in the DMV, um, Zion church in Landover, Merlin with Keith battle. Yes, I said it Merlin and Keith. Okay. All in the same thing. When you from the DMV area, that's what you say. All right. Um, and so at Zion Church, we have what's called um, small groups where it's a group of people, whatever the, the either the topic is or whatever the um, common commonality amongst you all. Um, you uh, do life together in small groups of 12. And so I was asked um, in a group that I was in to uh facilitate and be the leader of a um, small group um and once I was kind of thrusted into that because that's exactly what it was but it's okay um I you know was like okay I'm, I, I was pretty sure what I wanted to do and so um when I started it I started it on a a book I read um The Confident Heart by Renee Swoop which was a awesome book um because uh it like the first chapter was like, dude, I'm not the only person that thinks like this. Like word, like 
I'm not the only person that's like nervous about everything, has anxiety about every decision that they make, can talk themselves out of anything. Like, man, like I didn't feel alone. Um, and so that was kind of the start of the the um small group. Um, and then I would say maybe like six to seven months into the small group, God just kind of told me, yeah, we're going to go in a different direction, kind of the same thing, but just a little bit different. And so, um, he told me to change the name to Slaying Self-Doubt and I was just like, okay. And so I went ahead and I changed the name of it. And oddly enough, like when I first had the name on it, the initial name, which was Confident Heart, um, and then I had like, you know, small group full women ages 25 to 35 like I just said to y'all um when I changed it to slaying self-doubt I just removed the ages I don't even it just wasn't even a thought um and so it just opened up um a new world because um all the women that are in my group right now say it was the name of the group like I saw that and was like yes I needed to be a part of it um and so I just really allow God to just kind of lead me through that um even though you know, I've, we've been like the group's been um, going on for a little bit and I've been talking about this podcast for a while and they've been super supportive. I'm still struggling. Like, like I said, um, so slaying self, I mean, self-doubt is something that is, um, is real. And I think that it affects us in more areas that our lives than we want to give credit for. Um, I definitely know that it affects me in my work life. It affects me in my parenting. It affects me in my marriage. It affects me in my self-care. It affects me in my um, confidence in myself. It affects me in, you know, maybe my, you know, education, my relationships with my friends. Uh, it's just that, um, that fear of, the what ifs, you know? Um, and I think also another thing is that like social media plays a part in that as well, because I just like now just kind of looking how social media went from being something very, um, fun and something that was supposed to be just like a, a, a tool for creativity and, or, you know, networking or just, um, something that just wasn't real. It became people reality. And, you know, I found myself succumbing to that in certain ways where I would just get consumed by it. Like, Oh man, I'm looking at this person and what they doing and how come I can't do it. And I wish I could do it. And I thought I would be able to do it. And you know, all those things. And then it would be like, no, like this isn't your life. Like you need to get it together. You got regular, real, real stuff to do. And, um, I would just put myself in situations where I didn't think that I could really do anything more than what I was doing. And, um, you know, just leading the small group, being, you know, connected to Zion church, um, being, um, involved in other things, um, as outside of Zion, just like listen to other sermons. So I listen to other pastors as well. Um, but just opening my eyes to what could be just as really, um, helped me to kind of propel to be able to get to just this point to be able to even, talk for however long I've been talking right now you know I don't even know how to use this little thing of a barber uh, oh I guess like 11 something minutes um so I wanted to kind of read to you um in the beginning um I know that when we kind of start things we want to know like 
the why. Like when you start anything um, that you're like, feel like you're really, really passionate about, you need to figure out why you're passionate about it. What is it about it that makes you passionate? Because that's how you're going to connect with other people. That's how you're going to get other people to connect to you. Um, And so I wanted to share with you my why, because um, after reading it, I was thinking to myself like, dang girl, like, shoot, this is good. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so uh, my why, so my why is that I know what it feels like to not feel worthy of God's grace. I know what it feels like to live in a sea of guilt, shame, self-doubt, lies, and distrust. I understand why people self-sabotage because they don't think they deserve it. I also know how it feels to give it all to God and allow him to work in my life. I know how to ask God to bring me back from a broken relationship, push through my brokenness, and do the work. I have openly witnessed God's grace and mercy over my life. I know and believe that I'm worth it. I'm slaying my self-doubt. So um, when I read that back, like I wrote this, I don't know, like some months ago. um, But when I read it, I just was like, man, like self-sabotage, like, that's real, you know, not thinking that you deserve it. Um, so there's a song by Lecrae called Worth It. Um, and I think that was like the first song that just kind of like, not first song, I'll take that back. Um, like during this journey when I was kind of thinking about, you know, what I was going to do and how this was going to all work out or whatever have you, like that was one of the songs that just was like, no, for real, like, you're worth it and you know you can do this and this is not hard work and you know just pushing past your stuff so um I'm gonna try to find the words to the lyrics of the song that kind of got me because oh ain't that nothing hold on um usually I can have the lyrics of the songs to come up but this is not gonna do it okay so um anyway uh, this is odd because I'm sitting here trying to talk to y'all and it's on, um, oh, I don't know. Can y'all hear it? Hold on. This was like the song that like, it's just a little dirt. It's just a little stain.
of another man. Hey, she didn't give her heart to another man. She knows she ain't the woman that she wanna be. Can't look in the mirror cause she don't see what she wanna see. She gave her love away too many times, heard too many lies. She don't got no tears left to cry, yeah. Somewhere she got a little child, but she ain't seen him in a while now. She gave a baby to the system, dealing with a demon. She was fighting her addiction. And this is all fact, not fiction. Praying that the Lord can really fix it. Said the last time was the last time. But the last time got a feeling like the devil's mistress. But listen. It's not easy. You gotta face yourself. Truth is, I don't deserve that one bit of help. Promise that you're loving that leave. Once you've seen all of me, it's just so hard to believe it. Listen, when I tell you that when I heard that song, I was like, word, like, oh my gosh. So, no, you know, of course, every part of this song is not applicable to me. However, um, the the part, the Kirishi's part with it's just a little dirt, it's just a little thing. Trust me, you're still worth it. Just going through the pain. It's just a little tear. Don't you worry, God is here. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, and then as they go down to the bridge, it's not easy when you got to face yourself. Truth is, I don't deserve no one bit of help. Promise that your lover never leaves once you've seen all of me. It's just hard to believe. But but for God's grace. Oh, but for grace. Oh, oh but for grace. Um that song was like, I like played it on repeat over and over and over again. I feel like I needed more of the song. Like it definitely should have been longer than what it was, but whatever. Lecrae, if you want to like do a, you know, Lecrae and Kier and Jawan Harris, is that the other guy's name? Yeah. If y'all want to do like a remix to have it go a little bit longer. I think that's a great idea. Um, but, uh, I literally was just like, Oh my God. Like, we've all been in that place where we just feel like we don't deserve God's grace. We don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve God's, um, anything. Um, and we think that because we fallen short of whatever it is he's asked us to do, we're not being nice to the person we should be nice to. We're not being honest. We're, you know, lying. We're, uh, drinking we're having you know uh premarital sex um you know we're being promiscuous whatever the deal is we you know doing drugs like we feel like that we still don't deserve it and I just remember doing that time before I really like gave it all to Christ that I you know felt like that like I didn't deserve to be his child I didn't deserve to um have his grace um and I would self-sabotage, like, whatever that looked like, whether it would be to, you know, um, 
go out and partying, go out partying and drinking, go out and, you know, meeting guys or being in these love, you know, these relationships that I knew were not going anywhere um, because I felt like I didn't deserve better. Um, And it wasn't until later on in my life where I just kind of got to a point where I was like, I really deserve more than what it is. But, you know, prior to that, it, it was, it was a struggle. Like it was hard, like trying to navigate it by yourself. And I just couldn't, I, I mean, that was like the nineties. <clears throat> if I'm not telling my age too much, but you know, that was like the nineties. And I don't, I, I don't think it's nearly as hard. Yeah. It just gotta be way worse now. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Um, just because of the accessibility that kids had to like social media and all those things. Like if you wanted to bully somebody, you had to like legit go to school or like talk to somebody on three way, like for real, like this whole FaceTime, Snapchat, all that other stuff. I need to get it together. My kids are 10 and eight and I'm just going to be lost in the sauce by the time they get to teenage, them teenage years. And I'll be like, what kind of app y'all using? The Instagram, the Twitter. (laughs) Um, but I really just, um, just like I said, just reading my why and just knowing, like I said, I know what it feels like to not feel worthy of God's grace. And the crazy part is, is that, so I was listening to, um, the last nine series of uh, Transformation Church, Pastor Todd, Mike Todd, um, Grace Like a Flood. And he states that grace is you know, undeserving, unwanted, unmerited favor of God. Like you don't, no one deserves it. No one, you don't have to earn it. There's nothing you can do to get God's grace. He gives it willingly and lovingly. Um, and I didn't understand that at first. And it's taken me, you know, 38 years to realize that I don't have to do anything. God, when God died on the cross, like he, Jesus died on the cross, like he, he died for my sins and I, that was grace in itself. Like he has me covered. God has me covered. He has my family covered. He has my kids covered. And and when I look over my life and those things that I did do to self-sabotage, that was God's grace because I'm still here. Um, and that's not to say that God's grace doesn't work in other people's lives in different ways. I just think that um, for me, that's the way that I see grace. I see grace for me in that, there's been times where I shouldn't have made it home. I I know of multiple times that I was out with my friends and the amount of liquor that we drunk, like, mm, I don't even know how. Like, I legit remember, like, one time driving down Suitland Parkway. Um, and, the, oh, back in the day, you know, they used to have the go-go's at the classics. Shout out to the classics. Um, and... Um, I, you know, they used to give you the drinks in the red cups and I, I, I think I had, I don't know. I didn't time the sets correctly or something like that. And I didn't realize it was the end of the set and I got one more drink and I just was like, Oh, I'm not wasting it. And so I, you know, I drank it and then it was like, whoever I was like, I drove, but I had to drop off like four other girls and like, if you know where the classics is, like I was in, what what would that be considered? It was like like Forsville or Allentown Road area. I had to go all the way to Southeast. Like I'm not even talking about like Southeast off of like Branch Avenue, South, like off of Sula Parkway Southeast. Like I was like 
I don't even remember, but I had to go there. Then I had to go somewhere down like far <laughs> and then somewhere else far. It didn't even matter. But like I was living in Upper Marlboro. So like I literally had to do all of that, drop everybody off and drove home by myself. I remember driving down Pennsylvania Avenue and just honking the horn and just like, Lord, if you just get me to my house, just get like, I just wanted people like just nothing around me. Um, and I just remember just kind of being like, Oh God, if you get me through this, I promise I'll never drink this much again. Needless to say that didn't happen, but you know, we've all been there. Um, but I think that those were the things that, that those instances and were the things that made me feel like that. Okay. I'm not good enough to be able to get everything that God has for me because I don't do the right thing and I don't, you know, make the right decisions. And that wasn't true by no means. Like God just was showing me like, I got you even in the midst of your mess, even in the midst of whatever you were doing, like I got you. Um, and so that's the whole purpose of this like podcast is really to just like, show you in so many different areas of your life how God has you. Um, We're definitely going to talk about different topics as far as like relationships, um, what self-doubt really looks like for people. Um, it's going. We're going to talk about relationship, finances, um, parenting, leadership, um, celibacy, dating, addiction, Um, what your purpose is, feeling like what it feels like when you're stuck, your insecurities or minds that is, um, it's definitely evolving. Um, I like legit, I just want y'all to know, um, that I only time this really for myself to do like a certain amount of time. Cause I was like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Cause even right now, like, as I'm talking, I feel like I'm rambling. Um, so I just, I don't know. I, you know, but let's praise God for the fact that I got through 25 minutes. Like I couldn't, I didn't even think I was going to be able to get through 10, but you know, God just, God is amazing. And he just really knows what, um, he wants me to do. Um, and this is just the beginning. Uh, so I am happy about what is coming. I'm grateful for, Everybody who tuned in today, um, if it sounds like it's all over the place, it's because it legit is. But I promise you that next week it will be so much better. Um, I just want to thank all the people who are, have been a part of my, my, my village and my, my tribe. Um, to my cousins, I just want to, um, my cousins and my sister, um, I just want to thank y'all so much for just like encouraging me and just kind of being there and as a support to just really like tell me, um, that I can do it and just, um, help me to push past the fear of even starting this podcast. Um, I want to thank my saying self doubt family, um, and my small group, my ladies, thank you so much for just being an inspiration to me and for me to be able to just kind of watch you all, um, slay yourself doubt individually in your in in whatever it is you all were struggling with I'm just I am grateful to be able to be a witness to that to watch you all leave things behind and move forward and what God has for you um to my parents just thank you for your support thank you for what you have instilled in me um because that definitely helps be the foundation of um of this whole this whole evolution of slaying self-doubt and I'm just definitely grateful for it. Um, 
thanks to my kids for allowing me to be your mom. Um, I don't think you really had a choice, but you know, thanks anyway. <laughs> and, um, last but certainly not least, uh, I want to thank my husband for being such a huge support, um, to me doing this. Um, he is watching me kind of go from one way to the other and not really sure what I want to do, talk these things out and, you know, just see my, my struggles of, um, not being sure how this was going to work, but definitely like supporting me in every avenue and whatever it is that I want to do. Um, so, um, thanks boo. I love you. Um, yeah. So, um, I hope you all enjoyed the first episode. I hope that you will tune in next week for the next episode where I will talk about my story and kind of just how I got here and, um, the things that, have led me to this point to be able to even start slaying self-doubt. This is my journey. You're going to watch me. Um, I mean, not watch. You're going to listen to me um, or, or watch what I don't even, I don't know. So I say watch because that's what God says. So you're going to watch me go through this journey and watch me evolve and become the woman that God has me to be. So um, don't get it twisted. I do not have it all together. I have not slayed my self-doubt. I am nowhere near um, <laughs> nowhere near that point. Um, but this is the beginning. This is the beginning of me just taking it all in, um, and just really doing what God wants me to do. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Um, proud of myself for even getting through one session, one episode, because I didn't think I could even do that. So, I just want to thank you all and talk to you later. Bye.